It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, August 10th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. We will get into some Ohio State football recruiting, but of course, the biggest story in the sports world right now is that the college football season hangs in limbo after a weekend meeting with Power 5 presidents and conference commissioners. You know, there's a lot of reports out there, Bill, that momentum is building to either cancel or postpone the season. I find that ridiculous. I will get into my opinions later. Just what's the latest you're hearing this morning? Do you have any optimism? What are people telling you? What are you hearing about the 2020 college football season? My first feeling is what a mess. I mean, we've come all this time, all this way. Ohio State, you know, other schools, you know, they're, they're just starting up. You know, you come out with the Big Ten schedule um, last week, and now we have this. You know, what an incredible mess. And, you know, I, I know that people are, are hearing that, uh, you know, on, the, on TV and things that uh, new medical information has come out and, um, you know, what might happen down the road with heart problems and things. But it's just kind of incredulous to me that, Brand new medical information has just come out that nobody knew about, say, three or four days ago. Uh, and that's, you know, changed the whole thing. I just don't know that I buy that. Um, you know, obviously, I, I'm like you, Dave. I want dearly to have a college football season. I think there should be. I don't think there's any reason to pull the plug right now. Um, if you would have asked me uh, on Friday or Thursday of last week, I would have said there's going to be a football season. Uh, if you would have asked me on Sunday at one o'clock in the afternoon, um, you know my my hopes were were almost dashed. Um, I, I do though, Dave, feel slightly better because um, uh, the players, you know, and, and the people involved want to play. So that gives me some hope. And, and that's what it is, right? I'm just hoping. Yeah, the hashtag we want to play movement is real. For those who don't know, the players are all united, parents. Hashtag we want to play. If you go on Twitter, I mean, every prominent player, parents across the country, uh, they're all unified. They want to have this college football season. This is what blows my mind, Bill. If the players and the parents didn't want to play because they thought it was unsafe, you know, I'd be the first one saying, listen, let's just call this off. It's not that you'd be making them play, but they'd kind of feel like they're being made to play. Right now, college football players can opt out if they want to and keep their scholarships. But if they didn't want to play, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel this strongly about it, but they want to play and their parents want them to play. I just, you know, we're always worried about what the players want and, and what the parents want. Now we're going to ignore 
what the players and the parents want. And it's not like it's like most of the parents, at least the ones that I've talked to, it's all of the parents are in unison. They want their sons to play. They feel like their sons are safer on these college campuses and they would be back home hanging with their high school buddies or whatever. And the parents want to play, the players want to play, but feels like they're being ignored by the college administrators, Bill. Yeah, and you know, I, in fact, I, I got up early this morning to do an article on on Bucknuts just on that topic and Twitter. Um, you know, how many uh, players and parents at Ohio State have or are coming out on Twitter and saying, uh, "Let's play." You know, we want to have a season. Um, to me, the first thing when all this came up uh, over the weekend, it seemed like a. Uh, a relatively simple solution. Maybe it's not. But the first thing that came to my mind, Dave, is, all right, if you don't feel like playing, you can opt out. You can keep your scholarship. You can opt out. That's fine if it's if it's really a problem to you. And if you are going to play, if you do want to play, if schools are worried about liability, uh, have some type of uh, waiver that players all over the country sign um, and go on with this. And I don't know your thoughts on that, Dave, but the possibility of opting out. And if you uh, want to play like most college players, I believe do want to play, then they can sign a waiver. So I don't know. That, that's my thoughts. I don't know if you, how you feel, Dave. I agree 100%. I have a theory on that. And, you know, first of all, that would take care of the problem right there. Um, you know, cause I know, the real reason here that administrators are trying to cancel the season is because they're in fear of lawsuits. If they're really in fear of player safety, then concussions would be by far the biggest issue. I mean, concussions are a bigger issue for these players than the possibility of getting COVID. And I know you can't pass a concussion on to grandma. I get that. But still, concussions uh, should be the biggest. If you're worried about player safety, that should be you know bullet point number one. They look the other way when it comes to concussions, really. Uh, but now all of a sudden, you know, they're gonna you know act like that they're uh, really concerned about player safety. But from what I'm hearing, they're really concerned about lawsuits. So having these players sign a waiver that they you know would not sue the university no matter what happens would be a good solution. My theory is when Ohio State kind of had their guys sign a waiver, it wasn't like a legally binding document like what we're talking about would be. We were talking what. We are talking about right now is have the players sign a, a document that would be legally binding that they could not sue the university. Um, Ohio State's players signed kind of a pseudo, you know, contract, kind of a pseudo waiver, and there was a lot of backlash. Bill, there was a lot of backlash. Like, how could you make these college kids sign it? Now, no one made them sign it. Ohio State's players wanted to sign it. They were talking about it weeks ahead of time. When I asked Josh Myers on a call back in June, do you guys want to play? It seems like nobody's asking the players. Josh Myers said, heck yeah, we want to play. Would be willing to sign waivers, do this. I'm thinking, huh, I never even thought about that. And then, so I think maybe the reason the waiver issue is not being brought up right now is the college administrators don't want the backlash of saying, oh, look at you, you're making these amateur athletes sign waivers. I think that has, seriously has something to do with it, as ridiculous as it might sound. Yeah, and uh, you know, another thing that, that through this whole thing. Um, uh, we all, uh, you know, are kind of part of the Big Ten, so to speak. And and I know you've previously been saying to give Kevin Warren a chance and all. I think maybe <laughs> you might be changing your thinking a little bit on that or at least a little disappointed at what's going on. But um, Yes, you are correct. <laughs> I always feel as crazy as this is for me to say is that uh, right now we're almost uh, 
depending or hoping that the SEC and the Big 12 and the ACC come through for us, that they don't agree with this, because it sure, sure seems like the Big 10 uh, is trending towards not playing with Kevin Warren's recommendation. It seems like the Pac-10, or I'm sorry, the Pac-12 will go along with the Big 10. So uh, it's almost like we have to uh, hope that the SEC, the Big 12, and the ACC might have enough influence to save us. Yeah, you know, I, I joked about it on Twitter yesterday, but I don't really think I was joking now that I think about it. If, if the Big Ten pulls the plug on this season and other Power Five conferences are playing, even if just two of them are playing or three of them are playing, Ohio State should just go out on their own and explore all options. I know Notre Dame already had a deal with the ACC, um, so it wasn't like the, you know, that, that just came out of nowhere. They were already kind of partners with the ACC and had ACC teams on their schedule, but basically they're adding Notre Dame as an ACC team this year. Maybe Ohio State is the 15th team in the SEC? What do you think, Bill? I mean, that'd be better than no football and the players want to play I can't get over this point the players want to play their parents want them to play oh my gosh yeah can you imagine uh, Ohio State playing uh, part as part of the ACC schedule that would be something wouldn't it and you know and I, and I thought about this last night what if the Big Ten cancels and I don't necessarily think this is going to happen but what if the Big Ten canceled in the other three conferences, uh, three of the other conferences, the SEC, the Big 12, and the ACC play, and everything goes just fine for those conferences? You know, oh, my goodness, that, that would be something. <laughs> How bad would Kevin Warren look if that happened? And we never thought we'd be missing Jim Delaney, especially this fast. Actually, I think Jim Delaney actually did a great job. We kind of like to – when people are in power, especially for that long, we kind of pick apart things they do. But I tell you what, the guy was a genius in some respects. Big Ten Network was an absolute genius move. A lot of people questioned it at first. And, I mean, they knocked that out of the park. Uh, as far as revenue coming in, I think Big Ten Network can do better in certain areas. They should have like a call-in show like Feinbaum does. I don't know why they don't do that. Probably because they're bringing in so much money they don't even care. Um, um, I never thought we were going to miss Jim Delaney this fast. Everything I'm hearing about Kevin Warren is he's just, I mean, it boils down to this. If you want the best example, these guys in the Big Ten, they release their schedule on Wednesday. Two days later, news is floating that they're having a meeting considering canceling the season. Like what medical information happened in those 48 hours? From you, you unveil this schedule, make a big deal about it, get all the players and coaches thinking, okay, we're going to have a season. And then two days later, you're holding a meeting talking about pulling the plug. Like what, what medical information that we're not privy to happened in those two days? Or is this just they're scared of lawsuits? And I think it's the latter. Yeah, I, like I said earlier, I, I just don't buy – uh, the revelation that this new medical information all of a sudden came up, like you said, in that short amount of time. I just don't buy it. Yeah, and the MAC canceling its season, or at least moving it to the spring, um, that was the first kind of domino to, to fall this weekend. And um, I, I really well, don't you, think – go ahead. You know, they, the MAC is a different animal, so to speak. Right. Um, you know, they, they don't have the money and the ability to test – like say the Big Ten and the SEC, they don't have that. Um, uh, so, so I think that's not a fair comparison at all. No, I'm with you. I just think like when people like saw that, they're like, "Oh, here we go." And I'm yeah, I'm with you. I thought okay. To me, it was inevitable the MAC was going to have to call off their season because if you're Bowling Green, your whole 
you know, season dependent on those money games against Penn State, or excuse me, against Ohio State and against Illinois. They're going to make over a million dollars in each of those games, a little more for playing Ohio State than Illinois, of course. It was actually closer than I thought. I think they're going to get like a million two for playing Illinois and like a million five for playing Ohio State or a million six. That I mean, that is big money for a program like Bowling Green. I mean, it's huge money. And for that to be taken away, that just seemed untenable. And that's just one of many examples in um, the MAC. I mean, the Buffalo was supposed to play Ohio State this year as well. So that didn't surprise me at all, and I'm with you. I don't, I don't really think what the MAC does or what the Ivy League did should have any bearing on what the Power Five conferences do. So, unfortunately, exactly. unfortunately, it's just like one more thing for like people who don't want there to be a season for them to use. That's that was when I saw that I was just like, oh, that's it. It might not be terrible news, but it certainly isn't good news because it just gives them more fuel for their fire and uh the whole thing is ridiculous but we'll move on real quick finish the show with some quick recruiting topics i want to talk 2022 quarterbacks let's start right at the top the main man quinn ewers south lake texas not only the number one quarterback in the country in the 2022 class the number one overall player in the country what's the latest with quinn ewers do you think the buckeyes have a good shot here I think they have a shot. You know, I, I don't know if I would say necessarily good, but I wouldn't say necessarily good for any school right now. Um, you, you know, I think Ohio State has as good a chance pretty much as anyone. I, I think he's going to look uh, strongly. In fact, I know he's going to look strongly at Ohio State. I know Oklahoma is there. I know Texas is there. And I think his decision uh, – I, I think at this point his decision comes down to one of those three schools. Uh, although, again, it, it, he's not anywhere close to making a decision. Um, so this, this one's going to play out over a long period of time, I believe. But Ohio State is right there. I know people have wondered, well, well, the Buckeyes have recruited quarterback position great lately. I mean, they've got right now on the roster, C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller as true freshmen. they got Kyle McCord coming in next year. How might that affect Quinn Ewers? But it seems like every school he's considering, Quinn Ewers, has a pretty damn good quarterback room. So I imagine he's not going to be, A, fearful of competition, and B, you know, Ohio State's not like out on an island there of having a, a good young quarterback room. It seems like most of the schools, if not all, on Quinn Ewers' shortlist have a pretty stacked quarterback room. Yeah, just like uh, uh, just like a high state has Kyle McCord. Well, uh, Oklahoma uh, now is Caleb Williams. So you know there is going to be competition. He knows that. Um, you want to go to a place that uh, they, the I guess you'd say things look at least like you're going to have a chance for the to be the man. But I think no matter where he goes, he thinks he's going to have that chance because he's so good. Another quarterback I want to ask you about for the 2022 class, Ja'Curry Brown. You did a story on him for the site over the weekend. He is the number four dual threat quarterback in the country, number 103 overall player in the country in the 2022 class, young man out of Valdosta, Georgia. What's the latest with Ja'Curry Brown? Well, um, before I get to him, I just real quick want to mention that Ohio State has offered two other quarterbacks in the 2022 class, Malik Murphy from California and Gunnar Stockton from Georgia. Gunnar Stockton is not going to end up at Ohio State. I did an article a long time ago that basically intimated that Gunnar Stockton would end up at Georgia or South Carolina. He's got all kinds of connections at uh, family related at all at South Carolina. He's going to end up at one of those two. And he came out um, not too long ago and said that that's, you know, his decision is down to one of those two. So he's going to uh, end up at one of those two. He's out of the equation. So that means that uh, Quinn Ewers and Malik Murphy from California are the two that they have offered. But uh, my man, Rusty Manziel, uh, guru from the state of Georgia, uh, told me on Friday night he had just watched uh, Ja'Curry Brown, 
practice and all, and he was raving about him. And uh, um, as you know, as you mentioned, we did an article on Bucknuts, uh, compliments uh, of Rusty helping us out. Uh, on Curry Brown on Sunday. Uh, he's a guy that definitely keep in mind his name. If, uh, if Quinn Ewers isn't the guy for Ohio State, I could see Ja'Curry Brown ending up getting a scholarship offer and possibly being the guy. I know Ja'Curry likes Ohio State. He likes Clemson. Those are two offers that he really wants, and he's got a great offer list already. But, uh, you know, he's 6'4 and a half, 205 pounds, and, and has a world of potential. Great insights from the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. Thank you, Bill. Bill and I will continue fighting the good fight. You know, get on Twitter, hashtag we want to play. You know, people are worried about there's too many sports writers out there that are quote unquote rooting against the season. Well, you can put us in the opposite camp. We're we're all in. We want a season. We're gonna do what we can. The, the truth is though, Bucknutters. Bill and I could write 100 stories, and it won't make a difference of what happens with this season. We could write 100 stories talking about what the parents want and the players want. But, uh, hey, we're going to do our part, although it might not matter in the end. Let's just hope we have a college football season. Thanks again to Bill. Thank you to the listeners. Hope everyone has a great day. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.